This is day three of the Pledge Drive, the power of prayer, Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest, and uh, you know, it it gets kind of crazy here uh, at times, and uh, our, our our guests are just coming in here. I haven't even had a chance to meet you yet. I'm sorry I couldn't introduce myself and introduce each other ahead of time. But uh, and, and I'm not even seeing. Let's see. We got Mike three, Mike four, Mike five. There we go. Um, so uh, we we've got Allison. Got it. Uh, well, it, why don't you just introduce yourself real quick, okay? <laughs> Perfect. My name is Allison Delul. I'm a parishioner at Saint Michael the Archangel in Woodstock. Um, okay. Was here at the last pledge drive and super happy to be back. Great. And you, sir? Todd Arshosky, Saint Stephen the Martyr, Lilburn. Okay. You've got a radio voice. I've heard that in a face. <laughs> <laughs> and you, sir? Steve Bomas. I'm from St. Michael's as well. I know Allison, so she invited me on today. Um, Great. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going we're gonna to get to know all of you real quick here uh, in just a minute, but we like to start each hour off with prayer, and we've been having different schools from around the Archdiocese do this, and this morning we have uh, St. Peter Chanel Preschool is on... Uh, hello, is this St. Peter Chanel Preschool? Yes, it is. All right. Excellent. So are the kids all ready to go here? We are ready. Okay. Any anytime. Is just beautiful. That Amen. was beautiful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yes, thank. What? I, what? What did they say? They said thank oh, you. Oh yes, you're welcome, and thank, thank you very you. much. You, you. I want everybody there at uh, St. Peter Chanel Preschool to have a great day. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you know. This hour, how can it not? How can it go wrong now? That's exactly I mean, what I was thinking. <laughs> Angels are watching over. Angels are watching over us. We are going to get to Amen. our goal of sixty three hundred dollars. I am very confident this hour. Uh, this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM eleven sixty The Quest. Uh, make sure you get those uh, donations and pledges in at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com or make sure you have that Quest Atlanta app on your phone. So. Um, like I said earlier, we haven't even had a chance to talk, or this is the first we're talking is on the air. So, I, Allison, I'm assuming you're kind of in charge here, or leading it, or or Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, okay. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. angels are watching us. But it's a Holy Spirit coming down through absolutely, you at the absolutely. moment. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So again, what a great topic—the power of prayer. 
Um, and some, and I'll just kind of go over some ways that I like praying. I love doing the rosary with the kids at night. You know, we watch the EW, we watch EWTN on Roku and turn on the Holy Land Rosary. And, you know, we're watching the actual places where Jesus was, you know, where all these beautiful things took place. And it's so beautiful to hear my kids go, I want to go to the Holy Land one day. I'm like, absolutely. We will be there one day. So, and it was so inspiring to hear those ladies before talking about Lords and talking about mm-hmm. the rosary. It's it's essential. It's important. It's so beautiful. And we're focusing on Christ's life. So whenever people are like, oh, you're praying to Mary. We love Mother Mary. That's his mom. The rosary brings us closer to Jesus, you know, so people pray your rosaries. And and again, even before we hear getting ready today, um, we hear that we hear readings at daily mass. We hear readings um, when we're in Bible studies. But it was so amazing, truly, this morning, how so many scripture verses were coming to me. <laughs> and I it was it's like my heart was burning. I, I just, it's amazing when you open the scriptures and the Holy Spirit gives you different different scripture readings to read and how it just brings such joy and peace to your heart, even in these, even in these challenging times. So mm-hmm. love, love the topic of power of prayer. Absolutely. So uh, this is the spring pledge drive for the power of prayer and uh, it, on AM 1160, the quest. And you can get those pledges in at 470-508-1160 or log on to thequestatlanta.com. Okay. Todd, how about you? Todd, can you give us a little uh, background about your history and where you're from? You know, without uh, dominating this conversation, uh, my miracle daughter, Lauren's listening right now in Sandusky, Ohio. And they were talking about the power of prayer. And I know my family at St. Stephen's listening. And I'm sure they're going to be generous. I just know them. <laughs> and when I say my miracle daughter, she wouldn't be alive. Um, it wasn't for their prayers and for their ministry to my to to me her dad december 21st four years ago i got a call from my son scott who's also listening in peachtree city um that they found my daughter in a ditch Mm. and she was ODing, and that she probably was going to be life flighted to emory and that she wouldn't make it scott said dad if you uh whatever you're doing you need to get to emory right now and when you get there and you see your daughter um, in the CCU, CCU unit um, from drug overdose, it's really something. And where, where you guys all fit in in the Catholic, the communion of saints, and the prayer, and the power of prayer, that was December 21st. Well, on Christmas Eve, 7.30 that night, I saw all the staffs getting ready to go home for their holiday, for their Christmas the attending physician, the uh, surgeon, calls me and my uh, ex-wife out in the waiting room. Says your daughter's got less than fifty percent chance of making it to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I left Emory and I drove out to uh, St. Stephen, and uh, sitting in the parking lot before the final mass, you know, the midnight mass for Christmas, bawled in my eyes. I never cried so hard in my entire life, and. Um, the best Christmas I ever had was the next morning when I woke up because my first thought wasn't about gifts. It was about, is Lauren still alive? Yeah. And she was. And the folks at St. Stephen's saw that I had been crying, the Troncales, and uh, the folks that were there that know me. Um, and I'd be remiss if I tried to name everybody, but they all just prayed. And Lynn, the lady there, she blew me a kiss after the service, and it was like, the most amazing healing thing. And my Lauren, my daughter, Lauren, now we have a grandbaby, Emma, who's seven months old. Can't wait to get down here to see me. And uh, she's doing well. So That's awesome. Yeah, life is good. That yeah. is awesome. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, I want to say if you're, if you're moved by that, I don't know how you can't be. I, I, and, and I was glad to hear you say that she's listening right now in Canton, Ohio. Sandusky. Sandusky, Ohio, uh, home of Cedar Point. Yes. Uh, but uh, I, 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 when you said that at first, it's like, okay, I know she survives, but still, just hearing you, what you were going through, I mean, wow, it was just a lot. It was a lot. You see, the, to me, the strength of Catholicism is there's no gossip involved. Man, I would go to my family members at St. Stephen and, and give them a prayer request, and they never asked details. Mm-hmm. But they just committed it to prayer, or they would grab the rosary. They would do, you know, and it was, 
you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you don't need advice. No judgment. No. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. you know, please, mm-hmm. Lord help. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. And he does. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Just to be able to uh, to experience that. Um, you were just saying that you were just recently come back into the Catholic Church when I was meeting you out there in the in the hallway. And interesting, we have already had a few co- connections already because, uh, well, one, my name's Stephen, but we also, my wife and I got married at St. Stephen, and uh, we knew Father Patty over there and uh, Father Jack Durkin actually officiated our, our, our wedding. But um, just to hear that um, makes me, I, I just want to say one thing. I, I had told um, out there, <clears throat> try to get it out here but my wife prayed me around uh early on in our marriage and uh, a lot of times when i'm giving my testimony i'll say you know what i would be dead in a ditch somewhere if it wasn't for you and she says no that's not true and i said you don't know where i was going i was like i really do believe that and so man that just really touched me here and uh i, I just thank you so much for that so i mean how did you feel god's presence um just can you elaborate on that? I mean, that's a very difficult thing, um, but just to be able to know that God was with you, like you're in His palm of His hand. You know the uh, the miraculous part of this is actually three days after Christmas. You know, she, mm. Lawrence, her attending surgeon, who's the best cardiologist in Atlanta, was the only one that uh, told her that he could fix her. He said, "You're in a mess." He said, "But I can fix it." But if you do it again, I can't fix it. It mm-hmm. was the assistant that told us she may not make it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're addicted, and I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober since October 23rd, 1983. And, and when, when you're addicted Praise to God. anything, yeah, um, sometimes the withdrawal is worse than the disease. But this heaven-sent uh, doctor from Duke University mm. knew enough and she hit it on the first try. It's an absolute medical miracle. She uh, got the right antibiotics and started a drip so that before the surgery, Lauren wouldn't go through the, the detox. She wouldn't go through the withdrawals, the cold sweats, and all of that. <laughs> and, I mean, she wasn't open-heart surgery, half a heart. You know, they had to put a pig valve in her heart. And it wasn't four days later, and she was already complaining. And it was like, wow, that's my daughter. She's, <laughs> she's back. And, uh, yeah, talk about getting your priorities right. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, I, I just want to say, I, I don't know how, I mean, I'm very moved by this mm-hmm. story. And, and I, for anybody listening right now, uh, maybe you know somebody with addiction or whatever, but we, we have a, a chapel right on the other side of this wall from the uh, studio here. Uh, and there's adoration going on right now t- during all hours of this pledge drive. So if you want to call in, maybe make a donation or something, let the people know that, hey, I would like a prayer said for somebody. Maybe it's somebody with addiction. Maybe it's whatever whatever the reason is. Whatever it is, just let us know. We'll take that into the chapel, and uh, they'll be praying on it uh, at, at the um, the. Oh, well, why can't I think of it? The ex- the exposed uh, yes, Jesus adoration. exposed and adoration. adoration. Yeah, he is right next Jesus. door. He's we, right here. We did a, we did a whole hour in adoration just now. And I couldn't think of the word, but uh, but anyway, no. This is the spring pledge drive on AM eleven sixty. The quest, so uh, you can make your donations at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Log on thequestatlanta dot com to make a donation, or you can do it from the app on your phone. Uh, make sure it's the Quest Atlanta app. There's a lot of Quest apps, but Quest Atlanta. Uh, should should do it. And you know, for anybody out there, if you have had a miracle happen in your life or a family member, why don't you call in right now and make any type of donation just in, in praise for that miracle that has happened? Because we know the giver of all miracles is the Lord. And we are all so very blessed to have each other in this community. Um, just meeting the people here, you know, meeting the people at our parishes, you know, the connection we have, I mean, with people around the world, if we travel to other countries, we are blessed to be able to go into Catholic churches and go to mass and adoration and receive Jesus. I mean, we have so many blessings and I know times are tough right now, but call in, go online, make a pledge 
support this wonderful, the wonderful quest. Um, they're on a mission. We are here. We, we volunteer our time because we love our faith so much. And we desire for everybody to just be impacted and just have this great love for Jesus and his holy church. So please call in, call in now, go online, make the donation. I mean, $30 a day, if you can do that, or $30 a month for the coffee club monthly donor, you'll get a nice little Quest coffee mug. It's a great opportunity. How many times do we go to Starbucks? How many times do we go out to eat? How many times do we waste money on silly things? You know, again, I know times are tough, but this truly, when we offer now, when times are tough, this truly shows our desire and the true love and trust we have. And I have an image of divine mercy in my room. Guys, every time I see it, I'm like, I love you, Lord, because life is challenging. Life is challenging every single day. And we need to trust him. And he rewards our faithfulness. He loves our faithfulness when we step out in faith. Mm-hmm. And let me, can we just take just a minute here? Absolutely. Uh, I want to thank the people that have donated. I want to mention, uh, because some of them uh, have some intentions here, uh, but uh, Kathy from uh, Douglasville uh, said she listens to Father John Ricardo yes. each morning. Amen. Uh, yeah. He, Amen. So many people love Ooh. him. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and she, but she also says she loves all the broadcasting. Yes. And she and then this is in quotes. There's not a dud in the bunch. <laughs> so. Amen. Yeah. Great lineup. We'll we'll quote Kathy on that. Uh, uh, Carissa. Uh, in honor of St. Catherine uh, parishioners. Awesome. Also, uh, Mary from Dunwoody. Uh, Maura from, uh, doesn't say where she's from, but uh, uh, Cheryl from Marietta. We've got uh, Paula from Roswell. We've got Mike and Yvonne from Woodstock. Thank and you. That, Thank you guys so much. And that, that is in honor of Allison. We love you. I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> Todd from Cartersville. We've got uh, Steve uh, for the successful establishment uh, of the uh, Marion Friars Minor in in diocese, and uh, Steve's in Woodstock, and then Roslyn uh, in honor of uh, Michelle Hines' uh, last hour. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted. Absolutely. I think it's important to thank these people because honestly, we we need them. Each and every one of them, no matter what size the gift is, it, it is so appreciated. Absolutely. And we need it just to keep the transmitter on the air. Absolutely. We really do. And I love Father John Ricardo. For any of you all that have not heard him speak, um, and I, you know, and I work throughout the day from home, I have the Quest app on. You know, for Lent, I said, I am going to give up listening to regular music. I'm going to give up listening to talk radio. And I have the Quest on. And guys and gals out there, 8 a.m., turn on that Quest app. If you don't have it on your phone, mm-hmm. download it now. It's amazing. It's an amazing app. Uh, 8 o'clock, Father John Ricardo. Well, and, and I don't want to take up your time. Yeah. You know, you got a limited amount of time. And I know when we get up here to noon, it's going to be like, oh, the hour flew by. Yes. But I got a little clip of uh, uh, Father Ricardo, if you wouldn't yes, mind, me, please. mind me playing <laughs> that. So uh, this one is about uh, uh, why be Catholic. Oh. Why should you be Catholic? Oftentimes people come into RCIA, the real RCIA, and they think uh, they might be there because they're, they're engaged and their fiancé is Catholic. And so for the sake of unity in the household, they consider converting. It's a pretty laudable thing. It's not a good reason to be Catholic. Oftentimes you might think of converting because uh, you know, your parents, maybe they've gone through a conversion, they became Catholic, or somebody that you know is, you, know, you want to grow into a deeper friendship with them, and so you think for the sake of them you become Catholic. It's not a good reason to be Catholic. Nor is it a good reason not to be Catholic because you're afraid that it might cause some difficulties in the family. We all know people. I'm really close with somebody who I know knows the Catholic Church has the fullness of the means of salvation and is resisting coming into the church because even though the person knows it's true, is afraid of what it will do in the family. And on a personal level, I mean, how do you not understand that? Who wants to sign up for opposition in the family? The question then becomes, how do I live with integrity knowing that something is true and not deciding to embrace it? Nor is the reason become Catholic because you found a welcoming community. That's great, but sooner or later, the welcoming community will no longer be all that you thought it would be. It's like when we do marriage prep with couples and we sit down, so why do you want to marry your fiance? He makes me laugh. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Won't be long, he's going to be making you cry. (laughs) I mean, you, you better have something more than that. That's great. I'm glad he makes you laugh. But is there any meat? 
You know, is there any substance to the relationship? Are you confident that he loves you or that she loves you? What is it that you're making this decision based upon? So for us, when it comes to matters of faith, the reason to become Catholic is simply because it's true. If it's not true, the hell with it. And I mean that, the hell with it. This is some really wacky, evil idea if this is not true. It would be idolatry. It would be ludicrous. It would be a total waste of time. The reason to become Catholic is because it's true. Question becomes, how do you know it's true? And that's really the question. And his show is full of nuggets like that. Absolutely. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first the first note I had, I was listening to Father Ricardo. And uh, I don't listen every day because my schedule's different every day. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about his mother being bedridden. And um, so they prayed that the Lord would sanctify her suffering. And so that woman, bedridden, got out a notepad and listed people she was praying for. And if I got the story right, it's a weak paraphrase, but she had gone through several notebooks of people that she barely knew that she had prayed for with their petitions while she was an invalid and dying. And, you know, I was a pastor in a senior citizens community for 12 years. And when you're in a room like that where People don't buy green bananas. Um, <laughs> Second Corinthians twelve nine through twelve becomes kind of the theme, where Saint Paul said, "To keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in the flesh, and three times I pleaded with the Lord, take it away, take it away, take it away." And He said, "No, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will much more gladly boast." of my weakness, so that the power of God may rest on me. For when I am weak, then he is strong. And Father Ricardo just ministers to me every time I hear him. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's so true. He speaks to you. He speaks to you. And every every time you listen, there's something that you hear that you just, it just takes you to a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had thought about this because we start the pledge drive at 8 o'clock these three days, which preempts father ricardo yeah. <laughs> and i was yes it does but i i actually thought about saying you know what we're holding father ricardo hostage until we until our demands are met with a certain amount. we're not bringing him back and i thought you know we might actually know, reach our goal Absolutely. on the first day donate 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 <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't do that i i wouldn't do that but uh no we're we're real close to taking a break here uh at the bottom of the hour uh we've got more to come from the three of you um and and I just want to mention, get the phone number out one more time, 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com, uh, or you can do the Quest Atlanta app as well, and uh, you'll get great programming like Father Ricardo yes. and uh, a lot of great programming that we have here. So uh, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our spring pledge drive, where the theme is the power of prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. There have been scared or hurting moms and dads who had an appointment for an abortion, but changed their minds at the last minute. Their minds were changed because of 40 Days for Life, a peaceful legal prayer vigil that reminds couples of the hope they can find in God's love. You can sign up for one or more hours at the next vigil, March 2nd through April 10th at 40daysforlife.com slash Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. Hi, I'm Alice from St. Brendan the Navigator Parish in Cumming, Georgia. You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest, WCFO East Point, Atlanta. 
covering all of Metro Atlanta and beyond. Listen on air or find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. Embrace your journey. Join the quest. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Did you know there is hope and help if you or someone you know has taken an abortion pill and changed their mind? The abortion clinics, when asked, usually say a woman must complete the abortion once the process has started. Is that true? No. It is always your choice to change your mind. Even if you have started the chemical abortion process, a reversal may still be a choice for you. Many women have experienced cramping or spotting and still have gone on to have successful reversals and delivered healthy babies. You can contact abortionpillreversal.com or call them at 877-558-0333. The reversal process has up to a 68% success rate. Rescue from chemical abortions is possible. Spread the word today. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. You are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think, I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever. Like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven, St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No. Oh, you had a bad mom. <laughs> or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children, help them to know, love, and serve our Lord and get them to heaven. And the best mom you could be is accepting who you are. Be the best you you can be. You can't be Cameron Frat. You would be a horrible Cameron Frat. I can't be my friend Julia, who's amazing and wonderful. I need to be me. So be you, be yourself, and uh, get your kids to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Monsignor Francis McNamee, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of Monsignor McNamee, who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Monsignor McNamee in the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Monsignor Francis McNamee. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he has entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer. And we are back. Day three. Hour four of the uh, spring pledge drive here on the quest, and you know I, w- I was wondering, and I'm sure you didn't plan it this way or anything, but when you take this particular hour right around lunchtime, I was mentioning earlier how we have all these establishments who donate to us, and we're very appreciative of that. Uh, but I was just informed that uh, Lolito's uh, has delivered lunch here, and so you can partake in that uh when you get done at noon <laughs> but uh so yeah i we we really are appreciative of uh lolitos and and all the establishments that have given us uh have donated to to help the success of this pledge drive uh jay christopher's hawks grill uh bad daddies thank you yeah absolutely and, you. and there's awesome. still time if you if you want to call in or even online, and you mention one of those, you know, hey, I'd like to get a lunch or certificate or whatever, just mention that uh, either in the little box online or when you talk to the person when you call in, 
and uh, uh, we've still got some of those left. I'm not sure exactly which ones we have left, but I'm sure we could find something for you. Um, and we've got a $6,300 goal this hour. Come on, people. Bring in the donations. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Call> so, <in. laughs> Come on, friends. I know you're out there Absolutely. listening. Absolutely. <laughs> Today's your day. <laughs> Absolutely. And and so, um, uh, Todd, you're Todd, right? Todd, yeah. Todd. Todd. Okay, Todd, and then you're Steve. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, no, uh, so we were talking about the uh, power of prayer and everything. And uh, Steve, you, what were we talking about? Let, let everybody know what we were just talking about during that break. Okay, so Todd brought up about um, that very powerful story about uh, healing from addiction, and it, you know, it just really reminded me of, you know, my mom passed away three years ago. This is a Holy Spirit thing. Her birthday was just yesterday, three sixteen. So I really feel like my mom's <laughs> up there watching out. And so when I came into the studio, first time I've been here, and I went into the chapel, and there's Divine Mercy image and just mm-hmm. Jesus in His true presence, just right there, and it brought me. Right at that moment to this time, the, this special time that I had with my mom, um, probably more than 10 years ago. And I remember I was praying on uh, just a, you know, at the bedside and just doing my normal prayers. And all of a sudden I heard, take your mom to adoration tomorrow. And I said, what? And so it was, you know, not only audible, but it was more like this knowing in my heart. And I was like, oh, my mom's not going to go to adoration with me. And so, but I was thinking about her quitting smoking, quitting drinking and all this stuff, but the Lord just said, bring her to me, Steve. Mm. And so, you know, I won't tell the whole story there, but it was a miracle that I even got her. (laughs) She was in her pajamas the next day, and I was like, hey, I don't want to take you somewhere. And so we ended up going to St. Peter's Chanel. We went to, they have big Jesus out there, too, in the Eucharist. And I, I just went out there, and I said, Mom, just clear your mind. You know, just, this is Jesus. Let's just go in and. And it was the most miraculous. I started writing down things in my journal, probably two pages of just random things. Be not afraid. He loves you. You hear his still small voice. Um, you know, he's been with you always. And so I was just writing all these things. Didn't really know why, but I sensed that it was some things that my mom was, you know, going through in her, in her mind. But at one point, my mom slid the Bible over to me and she just pointed to Luke 12, 22, which is dependence on God, you know, be not afraid. Um, you know, trust me. And it was a Bible passage that I had just as a child had always gone to when I was in really dark moments or depression. And mm-hmm. she knew nothing about that. Nobody knew anything about that except God. And she just slid the Bible over and pointed to that. <laughs> wow. And it just touched me. And at the very end, I was writing all that stuff in my journal, right? And at the very bottom, I wrote, Be Not Afraid. And that song just started coming to me. Get my singing voice on here. Be not afraid, I go before you always come, follow me and I will bring you, you know, give you rest. And I had written that down. And so, and I was, I wasn't humming that or anything, but when we left, my mom just pointed at divine mercy image Jesus and just said, come follow me. Well, that was the very last thing that I had written. She wasn't watching what I was writing. And so it just, it was miraculous. And I ended up outside it was funny because this is a funny part of it but i had the whole time i wanted to bring her so that you know jesus would help her quit smoking right and so she goes out she goes oh my god that was so amazing she goes i need a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) and i was like okay steve just off of your mission steve god's god jesus has this under control so i just i handed her to my journal and she just started crying and she said this is all the things that were going through my my head in in adoration and she said that is the closest that i've ever felt to jesus since i was a little child Wow. And she started going to adoration. Wow. So, you know, it, it, all these listeners that are listening out there, I mean, we have to open ourselves up, right? And, mm-hmm. and we pray and we have this, you know, laundry list of things that we're praying for. But the big thing is that we have to listen. We have to open ourselves mm-hmm. up to mm-hmm. listen. And those, small, those, you know, small voice and you just hear it inside of you. And so the sequel to that is that, um, you know, years later, my mom was was dying actively, um, had a neurologic disorder nobody could figure out, and her twin sister had cancer, and so they were declining at the same time, and my dad at one point called me, I was in the middle of work, and says, hey, something's wrong, I think mom had a stroke or something. I go over there, and I just felt the Lord, as soon as I pulled in the driveway, this is more than just a medical, and I'm in the medical field, I'm a physical therapist, so I went in with my bag ready to take her blood pressure and all that, but I heard the Lord say, this is this is more like kind of a spiritual battle going on, so... 
I won't give all the details on that, but I went in and just told her how much I loved her, just but also how much difficulty it was as a child with the alcoholism and that, you know, Jesus wants her back and that there's so much just just garbage and everything on her soul. And I'm like, there's this little light of Jesus inside of you and it's being, you know, just darkened by all this. And, you know, and, you know, I was, I was cursing at her and telling her how much Jesus loves her all at the same time. This was, was interesting. <laughs> and so at the very end, she's like, why are you here, Steve? And I said, well, you know why I'm here. And she goes, no, you got patients to go see. Don't you have to go see more patients? I said, yeah, I canceled them all. I'm like, I needed to come see you. And she's like, why are you here? And so it took me about three times asking her. And she just looked me right in the eyes. And she says, because you love me. Mm. And I said, that's right, Mom, because I love you. And I started bringing her communion every Sunday, bringing her Jesus. Um, so when we, you know, when we are fall short as human in the natural, Jesus, Jesus takes up. Absolutely. our iniquities here and mm-hmm. uh my dad told me uh about six weeks later he says you know mom never d- never touched a drop of alcohol mm-hmm. since that That's moment funny. and then on her own birthday on 316 this was you know several years ago she quit smoking and so it was just it's almost like god was i i in the eulogy i was saying like I was able to almost be her coach, mm-hmm. kind of helping her to the finish line and kind of helping her her soul Beautiful. to to, to cleanse. And so she, the interesting thing is her her twin sister died, and 17 days later, she joined her her uh, her sister. So they were womb mates, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the womb, and they went to the womb of you know womb of heaven together, like. Two weeks from each other, so it's absolutely wow. amazing how God works. So it power really prayer. is power, of power prayer. of prayer. Power that's prayer. power of prayer, and that's that's a, <laughs> a, a just. I mean, I I, I can feel that as <laughs> you're telling the story. <laughs> yes. I feel, I feel it. <laughs> yes. Still. Uh, it, I, I've got another story of addiction because uh, Todd, you shared your story, and then and and Steve with your mother and everything. Uh, there was another one that was sent in uh, by an anonymous listener. Uh, prior to our pledge drive that I want to share with you in just a minute. But I just want to say uh, that this is the Power of Prayer Spring mm-hmm. Pledge Drive. And if you've experienced the power of prayer, mm-hmm. uh, maybe through addiction or whatever, but whatever it may be, uh, and and you would like to support the quest, we would love to have it. Uh, just give us a call, 470-508-1160, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com, or you can download the uh, Quest Atlanta app. And do it there. Let, do you want to hear this email that we received? I had sure. somebody read this for us. So yes, go, please. Let, let's let's please, hear it. Please. I fell away from the church and was in a marriage plagued by addiction. I was mired in self-pity and hopelessness, feeling trapped in a marriage where I was shouldering all the responsibilities of adulthood, financial and otherwise. I wanted to walk out, but there were countless reasons why that couldn't and wouldn't happen. A friend had given me a book entitled The Praying Wife. I couldn't relate to it, but at some level it must have struck a chord because one day, during a tearful drive home from work at a particularly low point, the day before Valentine's Day, I cried out to God. I don't remember my exact prayer, but it was something like, Please help me, God. I'm so sad and so hopeless and so trapped and I don't know what to do. I may have even named all the things that were stacked against me. And, in a moment, as though a switch had been flipped in my mind, all the things I'd seen as obstacles in the way of my freedom were cast aside. Instead, I saw all of those obstacles as stepping stones to get both myself and my husband going in more positive directions, but apart from one another. I wasn't going to present any of this to my husband on Valentine's Day, but that next morning... An interview on television with a former addict provided the perfect segue for me to open the conversation. I'd made the I'm leaving threat many times throughout our 15-year marriage, so this conversation should have been no different. Except that something must have been different. Because this time, my husband asked, Do you mind giving me 24 hours to think this through? And he didn't drink that day, at all. Nor the next day, nor the next. In fact... He stopped drinking. Cold turkey. What years of counseling, therapy, AA, and Al-Anon couldn't do, that desperate prayer did. I began going to Sunday Mass again, got involved in ministry at my parish, and God's grace has continued to grow and strengthen my marriage. 
My husband and I will celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary this year. I know there must be other people out there who, like I was, are feeling that their loved one is beyond help and will never change. If anyone had told me back then that today I would be in the relationship I now have with my husband, I never would have believed it. God continues to work miracles every day, and we are still a work in progress. Our story is not over yet. God bless all of you at the Quest. The Quest has furthered my faith journey tremendously. Thank you for everything you do. That's just an amazing Amen. story. It, Amen. it really is. And when that email came in, I was reading it to some people here, and we were getting choked up reading it. It's like, it, it just miraculous. Yeah. No other word but miraculous. A life changed by the quest. Absolutely. So, uh, if and again, I just want to say that, you know, if you're suffering from addiction or a loved one is, the power of prayer mm-hmm. is is everything absolutely. I mean, that's, absolutely that's your that's your best tool to fight it uh this is the spring pledge drive on the quest you can call in at 470-508-1160 or log on to the quest and uh todd what you were saying something about how you met your wife yeah this is uh linda she's still listening so i don't want to be on the couch tonight but um <laughs> <laughs> but I have to back up to one thing the lovely lady here said. You don't have to go to Lourdes. You can go to Hansville, Alabama, Amen. where Mother Angelica's mm-hmm. shrine is. Amen. It's so worth doing. Mm-hmm. St. Stephen's, we took a bus trip over there. It's a game changer. Mm-hmm. But uh, what actually got me on this program today was this story. Um, my kid brother died August 31st, three years ago. And I flew up to Sandusky, Ohio to uh, to do his eulogy. And because he died on the Labor Day weekend, we couldn't have the funeral until Tuesday. And uh, my mom and dad are both gone. And um, so I had overstayed my welcome. You know, I stayed too long. You know, there was really nobody there to visit. And I had to borrow my brother's car. And as I always do when I go home, because I don't go home but maybe once a year, um, I went to the village that I grew up in. I grew up in a town of 800 people, okay? It's not even a town. It's a village. And I went to my old home, and I drove through the back street. And, you know, the God of this world can blind you to so many blessings. And three houses down from where I grew up as a kid was a St. Francis statue. Been there the whole time, and I never saw it until I was in my 60s. I went around the corner, and there's Mary, okay? You know, you know I've seen the statue of Mary. Mm-hmm. And this is all in my hometown. I knew everybody there, and I was related to most of them. And then the clincher was I go down another street, and here's a guy I didn't even know was a believer. He's got St. Joseph, you know, holding. <laughs> so I head into town, and I get to Route 4 and Hayes Avenue, and I hear in my heart, you need to go to confession. Mm-hmm. Folks, I didn't even think twice. Mm-hmm. I called the Sorrowful Mother Shrine in Bellevue, Ohio, called the lady she answered just like they do here at the quest when you call in your pledge and i said i gotta go to confession and she said i'm 19 minutes away she said okay and this 89 year old wannabe retired priest meets me in a golf cart and takes me into the confessional and if you've ever been there this this sorrowful mother shrine in bellevue ohio it's so worth it but we go through the confession and when the confession is over out of nowhere, it just as a brother in Christ, he says to me, um, can I pray for you? You know, what do you need? And I said, Father, I'm tired of being alone. I said, I've been alone for a while now, and I would love somebody to walk off the stage with. That's mm. all he said. That's all I said. About eight weeks later, won't bore you with the details, <laughs> I meet Linda and neither one of us could believe it. There's no way this is happening. We both tried to fight it for six months, and we're coming up on our 10-month anniversary uh, this week. So, um, And it's all from that prayer. But the clincher was when, we, uh, when I took Linda up there to meet my family, what's left of them, we went back to the Sorrowful Mother Shrine. So I told the ladies at the, uh, the front desk in the welcome center there, 
here's the answer to father's prayer and he was no longer there but those two ladies when they heard the prayer they started crying wow. like wow. like they yeah. just wow. couldn't believe because here she was in the flesh the answer yeah, right. to prayer so she took her cell phone and took a picture of the confessional seat mm-hmm. and so we have that in our cell phone as to how we we literally were prayed into each other and that was divine. How many yeah. times I don't amazing. usually hear a priest say, "What can I?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, literally. I, I've never had that happen. I haven't either. So that was a divine intervention. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, because he sat there and he listened about my brother dying and yes. the emptiness and yada yada yada. And this is what can I pray for? Praise you? God. Yeah, and he knew that. I think you know, Padre Pio. Mm-hmm. Padre Pio. They used to always say that he would know. And it's almost like that. That priest knew. He's like, "There's something on your heart. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. it that you're that you need?" You know, what absolutely. I mean? in, uh, that's, in my, that's awesome. In my brother's eulogy. Padre Pio's prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, my past, O oh Lord, to your love, my present, O oh Lord, to your mercy, my future, O oh Lord, to mm-hmm. your providence. Amen. And you, it just doesn't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive, and that's a incredible Absolutely. story of the power of prayer. And thank you for sharing that with us, Todd. Um, this is AM 1160, The Quest, and uh, you can call in your pledge at 470-508-1160 uh, or do it on the app, the Quest Atlanta app. And I, I just want to mention real quick that um, uh, it, it's the third uh, day of our pledge drive. Mm-hmm. So our theme today is is three. So basically, I mean, because it says the third day of the pledge drive, three is a holy number. Uh uh, it's it's the number of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Christ's resurrection happened on the third, third day. day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's something going on here with three. I think Absolutely. you know. So w- what what we're thinking about as far as giving goes, uh, what we would like to see is three new monthly donors. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter the amount. Just whatever whatever you can swing. Whatever you you know you're filling out your bills and it's like you know what I got an extra twenty bucks here yeah. at the end of the month. That would be so greatly appreciated. Or maybe uh, three people to donate three thousand dollars, yeah, three hundred dollars, absolutely, three thirty dollars. What you know, whatever the case may be, uh, the power of three, uh, we would appreciate it for the power of prayer pledge drive. Absolutely. Were you going to uh, add to that? Well, Allison? I was going to say, you know, if anybody's getting a tax return, you know, now is your chance. That's right. Absolutely. Take a leap in faith. Seriously. <laughs> the Lord will now, he will not outdo you. I mean, his generosity just abounds. Be generous, give, and pe- I'm telling you, your life will never be the same. And mm-hmm. do that with your life. Do that with your finances. Do that with every aspect of your life. You will you will be amazed. It's, a, it's an adventure. And we are called to evangelization, and Absolutely. a lot of people have a hard time like walking up to somebody and and whatever but this this is evangelization yes absolutely it really is and it's what we're called to do so if you can help out it would be greatly appreciated malachi 3 verse 11 the lord says prove me herewith saith the lord of hosts if i will not throw open the windows of heaven and give you a blessing Mm -hmm. that you can't contain if you stop robbing me of the tithe and offering Mm -hmm. it's the only part that i know where the lord says prove me herewith and watch mm-hmm. mm. and that's the truth awesome so is that a new match it is somebody, Ooh. somebody wants uh saint stephen to hit the goal <laughs> so saint so stephen. it, it just right. came in uh we've, we've got a matching gift now of a thousand dollars up to a thousand dollars so anything you give if you if you can give that you know thirty dollars a month mm-hmm. uh or whatever it's going to be sixty dollars a month a two hundred dollar gift is is now a four hundred dollar gift so uh that's going to awesome. last like for another five minutes here so you got to take advantage of that, 470-508-1160, uh, or log on to thequestatlanta.com, or you can go through the Quest Atlanta app. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, well, this has been uh, fantastic hearing these stories, uh, Steve and, and, and Todd, with the, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the addiction stories and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just want to say again that if, if you are suffering or somebody you love is suffering uh from addiction uh we we have adoration going on right on the other side of this wall in our chapel and we would gladly gladly take your intention into there and they they can pray on that for you so just let us know when you call in or or you can even do it on the website when you make a donation absolutely and you know what for those that 
are not Catholic or maybe aren't going to church right now or mass, go online, find the nearest Catholic church near you, call them, ask them, do you have adoration? Do you have Eucharistic adoration? If they do, go, just go be in the presence of Jesus. I'm t- and, I, and I've heard this, and I think even Father John Ricardo said this, when we go into his powerful presence, it's like getting a suntan, S-O-N. I mean, really, just be still. You don't even have to have set prayers to say. Just say, here I am, Lord, mm-hmm. speak to me. Tell me what would you would like me to do. I mean, just be open to the Lord. Be open and be generous. He, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Todd, it looks like you're about ready to bust over there. <laughs> no, I just the uh, the patriot in me, and uh, one of my heroes of the faith is Jim Roger and his wife Kathy, and, and they're really in a, they're what I would really what Linda and I would love to be. They've been our example since we met them. They're wonderful people, and he's a he's just a navy veteran just a real hero of mine but um quite frankly america needs us and you know as matthew kelly would say there's 64 million of us it's time for us to take some of this country back Mm -hmm. because this is our father's world and it's ours and we're more than conquerors through christ who loved us Mm -hmm. that's romans 8 37 it's just a fact Mm -hmm. absolutely Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, we're coming up to the end here. Uh, is, is there anything that was left unsaid that any of you wanted to say uh, before you, you came in here or any last words? Yeah, you know what? So to all those moms out there with all with the kids, the homeschooling moms, I, I have a daughter, Mary, who's listening. Sure do love you, girl. And How she old goes, is Mary? Mary is 12. Uh-huh. And I have a son, Yusuf, who is 10, and Sarah is 8. So all those moms out there that are homeschooling or their kids are in regular school, you're busing the kids around and you're, and you're crying out to God, help me, help me. Guys, just... Look at a look at a holy image. Get a divine mercy, you know, image in your house. Just praise him. Call on him. Tell him you are here and you want to like you need his peace. I'm telling you, he is there. I'm a busy mom too. You know, work full time, three kids. I understand. So I mean a lot of the lot of the last few days they were talking about, you know, family prayers or husband and wife prayer. I mean Anyone, even single moms out there, just know that the Lord is there. Know he has amazing plans for you. My favorite verse, you know, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you future and a hope. I mean, that is our God. That is our God right there. That's what he has planned for us, mm-hmm. even in all the turmoil and all the, the challenges. He is there. Call out, praise him, and just thank him for all the blessings you have. Absolutely. And I, I know, especially being a single mom, yeah. you got three kids, and yes. it can be a handful at times. And it, it it's sometimes you get frustrated mm-hmm. and whatever, it, and whatever your situation is, you can't, but you, you've, you've really got to think these three kids and everything you everything you have everything each one of us has yes. is a gift absolutely it's a gift from god and we need to make sure we treat everything we have that way absolutely. as it is a gift and make sure that we're able to 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 share that gift the gifts we've been given absolutely and uh you know time talent treasure uh, all those things and we we really need the support here on the quest uh in order to keep the transmitter going keep the lights on in the studio uh so 470-508-1160 or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com okay and again the whole the whole theme you know in prayer was three so how about three people out there and you know who you are donate three if you can donate that three thousand dollars you know offer that up for the quest we Mm -hmm. know that lives are being changed you know three monthly donors at a hundred dollars you know if you can do it, go for it and just do it. Do not be afraid. You know, also the monthly donors, you know, take that challenge. Monthly donor of $100 a month, $50 a month, you know, $200 a month. Step out in faith and know that you are furthering the kingdom. People listen. We hear these stories from these listeners mm-hmm. that are calling in. Lives are impacted. I mean, this is what we're called to do, evangelize and be helpers. Absolutely. And, and real quick, I just want to uh, mention that uh, Kevin in Peachtree Corners, uh, in tribute to Ann Dye. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Michelle in Decatur. 
uh, Brian in Johns Creek. We've got uh, Vic and Pat in Woodstock. Thank you, Mom and Dad. And, uh, <laughs> that's Love great. You. Uh, we've got uh, Patricia in Marietta and Paul in uh, Marietta as well. Uh, we we thank you, no matter how large or small any Absolutely. one of those is. It it is so appreciated. Thank you very much, and thank you, the three of you, uh, uh, Alice and Steve and Todd, for being here today and helping out with the quest. You're welcome. Thank you. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is The Power of Prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, The Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to The Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at The Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. Whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism, a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at at the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that. It's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week and we have Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, it's nice to come in here and, and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for, almost for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so if there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all 
here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? Is your soul worth $20 a month? <laughs> I don't know why you would. When you do have that excess, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teachings. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes to pull this all together and be on the air it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive. <laughs> for your soul, if it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160. Or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the 